One, two, three, four. Screen time, screen time, screen time, screen time. Screen time. It's my screen time too. Screen time, screen time, screen time. Hello and welcome to It's My Screen Time Too, the podcast where two moms review the best and worst in children's programming, from Netflix reboots and YouTube shorts to Disney classics and Pixar blockbusters. We watch, you listen. Find out what you can tolerate watching for family movie night, what to avoid altogether, and what you'll want to watch alone, voluntarily. I'm Katie. And I'm Deborah. And I have two kids, Jay, he's four, and Kenny, he's one. And I have three kids, Tony is nine, and Libby and Nate are six. They are so adorable, right? They are generally so adorable. Yes, we love to talk about our kids and to get that out of the way we tell a quick story at the beginning of our podcast about how awesome or sometimes awful they are because we are pop culture consumers but we are also moms how about your boys so jay has been super into dance parties lately and the last time we were at disney world we got it's not exactly a lightsaber but it's like a mickey lightsaber so instead of looking like a lightsaber it's all sparkly and it's got mickey on it Mm -hmm. And it has a button that makes it kind of do a red and green and white sparkly light effect. Okay. And Jay has decided that he must have it for dance parties. So he's been wanting to do dance parties constantly. He gets out this lightsaber thing. He turns it on. He like waves it around as if he's at a rave. I don't know where he got these like arm motions from, but... I swear, any, like, 90s club kid would be proud. Awesome. That's cute. Does he do it in a dark room? No, he'll do it anywhere at any time. Okay. Okay. Sounds very fun. How about your kids? So, I love a good bargain. I found a bed skirt for Nate's room. I've been looking for one, and they're not so easy to find. Mm Mm-hmm found one at a garage sale for 25 cents and it's the right color and size for his bed. So I put it on his bed and I told him to go see if he could find anything different in his room. Mm -hmm. And he figured it out. And I said, I got you this new bed skirt. And he was totally offended because he has a boy's room and skirts are for girls. And we got into like a long discussion about how boys and men can wear skirts if they want to. Sometimes they're called kilts. They do it a lot in Scotland. And then like a big discussion about the difference between masculine and feminine. And I was like, girls can be masculine. Anyway, took too many cultural studies classes in college. (laughs) How did he take it? He is now calling it a bed kilt. I love it. (laughs) I love it, too. I love it, too. And we're still going to continue our discussion about how masculine and feminine are okay and not the dichotomy that our society sometimes insists that they are, but... For now, he's sleeping on a bed with a bed kilt. That is adorable. And I applaud your efforts to introduce the fluidity of the gender dichotomy to your (laughs) child at such a young age. Way to go. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So should we move on to screen time in the news? Sure. So you found a good article from The Verge published on August 23rd, titled YouTube says it will now remove violent and mature videos pretending to be kid-friendly by reporter Nick Statt. 
And this is a story because YouTube changed its policy, but like snuck it into an online help forum that didn't get any view- views right away or got like 20 views right. or something. So they're not really promoting it or tr- they're trying not to draw a lot of attention to it. Maybe because they don't want us to know how many violent and mature videos are out there (laughs) pretending to be kid-friendly. YouTube, we know. I felt like I needed an example because I'm not sure I've ever come across a video like this. Mm -hmm. And then it says in the article, YouTube gives some examples of offending content like videos tagged for children that feature cartoons. Like injecting needles, nursery rhymes that engage with mature themes like sex, violence, and death. YouTube is a creepier place than we even have like the slightest understanding of, I think. Are these things tagged for children maliciously or are they made for adults but just tag children because they involve children's characters? It's like someone sitting there uploading this stuff being like, ha ha ha. Kids are really going to get sucked in, and then I'm going to show them Teletubbies shooting heroin. Or is it just to get more views? Because there was a paragraph that said that the algorithms reward videos that are tagged as kid-friendly more than it rewards videos that are not. Okay. So are they just getting it, doing it to get more views and thus more ad revenue oh yeah yeah that's that's a really good point that's probably why it's not actually about targeting an audience it's about targeting the algorithm so you can maximize your profit Mm -hmm. I mean honestly reading the policy it sounds like YouTube is saying we will remove anything that calls itself violent and also for kids which seems like the absolute lowest hanging fruit you could possibly get at. Because the problem is that these things are tagged for kids, but not marked as violent. Right. It was like celebrating a policy change that does way too little in my mind. I agree. I I don't want to search for these videos because I don't want to screw up like my mm-hmm. own feed. Same, I don't same. want to watch them. But I am curious about what they actually look like maybe we should go to the library yeah or I was gonna say the apple store (laughs) (laughs) do we have any follow-up from our last episode I know since we last recorded you have returned home from your Canadian vacation with your family and you were not alone with the kids in the car this way were you No, Jeremy had a very good way of dividing up the day. We like started out, we were driving from Canmore, Alberta to Minot, North Dakota, because we made the drive home in two days, not three. Mm -hmm. And we each did two, three hour driving shifts and split them up. And it was very uneventful, actually. Awesome. And the kids were happy with their screen time in the backseat? They were happy. We basically let them have iPads until the batteries ran out. And then they were not super happy with that. But then they like listened to podcasts and read books. And that was fine. Awesome. I am again, just so impressed at your stamina 
that you even did that because all I did was fly home from Wisconsin with two children and I think I'm still recovering. Flying's a different type of stress because <laughs> when you're in your car, you don't have to worry what, about how your family is affecting other people. That's true. That's true. I mentioned on our last podcast that I was going to use a Nerdy Nummies tutorial to make Kevin, my husband, a Deadpool pizza for his birthday. And I got a picture of it, and it was so delicious and artistic looking. Okay, confession. <laughs> I don't think I have ever made pizza at home from actual pizza dough. I've used, like, the Pillsbury dough that comes in, like, a roll. Sure. But this is my first time buying the stuff that comes in a ball. No, I did not make it myself. So I had the hardest time getting it to spread out. I just could not figure out how to make it stay flat. I would throw it around a little, get it in the mm -hmm. shape that I wanted, put it on the cookie sheet, and it would condense together. Oh, I've never worked with real pizza dough. Yeah, so finally I just put it in the oven. <laughs> So the reason I sent you the picture before it was baked is that after it was baked, it was like the crust like puffed up and like the inside was all indented and it was like super tiny. It was pretty <laughs> funny. Oh, but how did it taste? I mean, it tasted like a pepperoni and olive pizza. That sounds really good. But the important thing is, was that Kevin recognized it was Deadpool when he saw it. So that's nice. all that matters. Thank you, Nerdy Nummies, for the <laughs> tutorial. So today, we are covering something beloved on YouTube, and that is slime videos. So the craze for slime on Instagram and YouTube began in 2017, at least according to an NPR article I read called The Rise of the Slime Economy. And for better or worse, slime has been a mainstay of kids' parties and craft sessions ever since. If you haven't ever had any experience with slime, it's basically Elmer's glue, water, and borax. And it becomes this gooey, gelatinous substance that kids love to touch and throw and rub into things that are hard to get it out of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we picked it because summer is officially over and our kids' messes are someone else's problem again. And we are very excited about that. They can make all the slime they want at school. We watched three different videos from three different sources, but there are a bajillion of these on YouTube, you guys. Just type in slime and you will be inundated with so many different options. So, so many. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard to pick. So the first one was a video by Karina Garcia, who is queen of slime. She has been doing this for ages, and her videos are really popular. So we watched her video called DIY Edible Starburst Slime. And then we watched one by Slime Explorer called How to Make Slime, Fluffy Gold Glitter Slime. And the last one we watched was uh, uh, from a channel called Will It Slime, and it was called 25 Easiest One Ingredient and No Glue Slime Recipes Ever, No Fail. As usual, we will go through the videos one by one and move on to our more general thoughts. Deborah, do you want to start us out with edible starburst slime? Yes. My kids found a book at the library 
written by Karina Garcia with a bunch of slime recipes, a lot of pictures. She makes it look super fun. And of course they wanted to make the starburst slime, which we did. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I wanted to watch this video. I thought she was really a cute host. She like starts it out. She's very casual, has a great rapport with the audience, talked about how she made the slime, gave the steps. I don't think the measurements were exactly exact. There were measurements? Yeah, because we used the recipe in the book to make the Starburst slime at home. And then I noticed when I was watching the video, it wasn't like a recipe exactly. I thought the she way just a cooking starburst. Yeah, but she didn't say like how many or how much powdered sugar to use. Oh, okay. But she did in the book? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just what you would think. It's like watching her make starbursts into softer starbursts <laughs> that you can play with. I'm not sure that this actually meets the definition of because slime is like a polymer, right? Should I take a moment to look up the dictionary definition? <laughs> of of slime or polymer? Of slime. Okay. Yes. Uh, so according to Merriam-Webster, the Merriam-Webster website, merriam-webster.com, slime is soft, moist earth or clay, a viscous, glutinous, or gelatinous substance such as A, a mucus or mucoid secretion of various animals, such as slugs and catfishes. Or B, a product of wet crushing consisting of ore ground so fine as to pass a 200 mesh screen. And the third definition given is a morally repulsive or odious person. So I think probably the definition they're going for is soft, moist earth or clay, right? Okay, so I have in my head a very narrow, much more narrow definition of slime. Okay, what's that? YouTube. I thought it was a polymer, like a large chain of molecules that stick together in a certain way. Oh, so to you, it has to have like a very specific viscosity level. And like an agent that causes the like you start with these things that when mixed together are just a mixture, but then you add like the activating ingredient and that changes the chemical composition. Okay. So you were very focused on the chemistry lesson aspect of this. Yes. But what I discovered in watching these videos is that that is not YouTube's definition of. (laughs) No, not at all. Well, I have to ask you because other than, because I, can exactly picture the kind of slime you are describing when you talk about your large chain polymer Mm -hmm. but how does that account for your classic Nickelodeon you can't do that on television slime because that's much more watery right right good point is that slime in name only I stand corrected (laughs) can't argue with Alistair and Alanis (laughs) Oh, I loved that show so much. So what did you think of Karina Garcia? I really appreciated, and we'll get into more of this later, but sort of like the toy opening videos we reviewed a million years ago, it is very Mm -hmm. common for slime videos to not feature people's faces and to only Mm -hmm. include hands. I loved that she had a little intro at the beginning of her video where we could actually see her speaking to the camera. But as far as 
is melted starburst slime? My answer would be no. It is just sticky melted starburst. So I'm with you. Let's define our terms here, YouTube. Right. And she, if we're looking for videos that are good for kids, I thought that some of her language was not quite appropriate for the ages of my kids because she kept saying like, this is delicious AF all the time. And I would have to explain it to my kids because they would want to know what that means. The next one we watched was a much different beast. Uh, How to make slime fluffy gold glitter slime. So Slime Explorer is a much smaller channel than Karina Garcia. Uh, Not even a million subscribers. And this is just hands. And you see the hands making this gold slime in a bowl and then forming it into a very smooth sort of dough ball and then smushing it very deliberately and then carefully pouring and distributing gold glitter onto it. The biggest identifying factor is that every sound that is made is very magnified. So the sound of the whisk scraping on the bowl as the hands are stirring the slime, the sound of the hands molding the slime into the dough ball and then pushing into the dough ball and poking it very deliberately with one finger. The sound was very much obviously the point of the exercise. Would you agree? I think I would agree. Yes. So I think, and I am in no means, by no means an expert, that this falls under the category of what would be called ASMR videos. And just a little aside, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it is a very, very popular relaxation and sleep-promoting strategy on YouTube uh, and the internet in general. And I looked it up. uh, I found a Psychology Today article that cites the Wikipedia definition. (laughs) And defines it as a term used for an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. And this can be induced by all sorts of things, like really deliberate sounds like the ones we heard in the slime video. It's also common to have people whispering. My mic is probably not even picking up that whispering. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Psychology Today article talked about this woman who got out a purse and was like scratching her fingernails over the surface of the purse. And then she got a hairbrush and was like brushing the surface of the purse to make a really distinct sound. So those are some examples of ASMR. And this, I think, definitely qualifies what did you think of fluffy gold glitter slime? I thought it was so weird. <laughs> I mean, the, it, the video is titled How to Make Slime, but this doesn't give like directions or measurements. There's no voiceover. So it was not at all what it, what I expected based mm-hmm. on the title. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of fun to watch, but I don't 
feel like I ever need to watch it again. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was kind of creepy. I didn't know, uh, like you sent an email earlier this summer about ASMR, and I didn't really know anything about it until that email. And I find it kind of a creepy territory. It just seems strange. Yeah, and I don't want to denigrate anybody's, you know, whatever makes you happy. But for me, at least, I found it unsettling. Like, particularly the poking of the slime ball. Just something about that sound plus the visual. It made me the opposite of relaxed and ready for sleep. I was, like, cringing the whole time. Yeah, it seemed like kind of going into fetish territory which I don't know like I could picture like uh somebody writing into Dan Savage and saying like my partner only wants to watch slime videos on YouTube help (laughs) I can see Dan Savage's response to that very easily um yeah it's hard not to think that there's some sort of sexual angle but from reading the Psychology Today article, it seems like ASMR is like a totally legit thing that a lot of people use to relax. So I guess I can't knock it except to say that, oh, it was just very apparently not for me. I could tell from the get go. Yeah, same. Well, thank you for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was interesting. I'm glad to have had that experience, but I don't think I'll be seeking it out anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the glitter looked like very oof it was on the verge of spilling out of the bowl and making such a big mess it gave me anxiety it didn't make <laughs> me relaxed at all oh I love it I guess I could have predicted that <laughs> <laughs> so should we move on sounds good 25 easiest one ingredient and no glue slime recipes ever no fail from the YouTube channel, Will It Slime. This channel has a lot of subscribers, over four and a half million. And it seems of the three channels that we watched, the only one that explicitly says it's for kids, but we know what that means, YouTube. Uh (laughs) You just get ranked higher. Um, So this was like a perky lady with a bit of a southern accent narrating all these different kinds of slimes it didn't show her face it just showed her hands and like a pretty colorful background and all of these quote-unquote slimes (laughs) like they ranged from like pretty weird combos that like how did you come up with this like one she dumps into a little bowl just squeezes out a whole tube of lip gloss (laughs) And then adds contact lens solution, <laughs> and it slimes up. Yeah. Um, and then one was like she took three pieces of taffy <laughs> <laughs> and smushed them together. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not slime. That's just playing with your food. Yep. Yep, and I feel like that I felt the same about the Starburst, but that was like even even less effort. It was just like three pieces of saltwater taffy. At one for one, she like boiled, like she made used tapioca balls and made like a Orbeez type slime. That one looked kind of fun. I don't know, twenty five 
of them. I don't know why it's significant that none of them used glue. Maybe people don't like glue. There was a or there were a few newspaper articles that I remember seeing and this may have been a year ago now about how there was a run on Elmer's glue and it was all of a sudden hard to find because of the oh, slime trend oh. so huh how many of these so-called slime recipes were actually just dough yeah right most yeah. of them yeah like I kept expecting her to be like here's a box of cake mix and some eggs and some vegetable oil and look slime yeah no, that's called batter honey <laughs> right right it was kind of fun to watch I thought it was like I liked the pacing it was very fast mm -hmm. it's very colorful but I did not want to make any of these slimes yeah I thought it was way too long like this was like a 17 minute video or something and mm -hmm. once you got the basic point that she was just putting everything in the microwave and like seeing if it would melt together there wasn't much to it mm -hmm. except to see what like weirdo stuff she would call slime that was not slime. Right. How about the one where she mashed up a banana and put some like, was it sugar or flour? I don't remember. Cornstarch. Cornstarch. And was like, this is slime. What? Even she was like, I don't know. Somebody <laughs> sent me the, sent this in and I'm making it. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess with a name for your channel, like, Will It Slime, maybe we need to cut her some slack because that could be the whole point is that she's just throwing everything at the wall and seeing if it'll slime. What a life's work <laughs> to pursue. Yep. When she's at the pearly gates and St. Peter asks her what she did with her life. <laughs> I mean, we're reviewing her channel. <laughs> it's true. What? are your feelings about slime in general? Do you allow it in your home? We have made it. I'm open to it. I don't, I mean, I would never say, hey kids, let's make slime. But if they want to make slime, I'll let them make it. What I hate is if they come home from like a school party or a birthday party with slime. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I think it's the worst party favor ever. Yeah, I can see that. We haven't quite gotten there yet, but I can see it becoming the new bubble wands. Like there was a period of time there where I feel like we had 80 bubble wands because they were party favors at every toddler's birthday. And I can mm -hmm. see that becoming slime as the kids get older. Yeah, and it's like a, just in a Ziploc bag that just sits on the counter until... I hope that they have actually forgotten about it and I just throw it away. Mm -hmm. Seems so wasteful. <laughs> I know you could be doing so much other stuff with that banana and cornstarch. <laughs> Has Jay gotten into slime at all? You know, he tried to make it once with his babysitter. He didn't try to make it. They did make it. And he was super not into it. Like he touched it once and he was like, ew. And then he was done with it. I think, if anything, I discourage any nascent interest in slime just because I'm not interested in cleaning it up. Mm. Yeah. Of the three videos that we watched, did you prefer one of the hosts of, over the others? I really liked Karina Garcia because I think I don't have a lot of Gen Zers in my life. And mm -hmm. so 
they intrigue me. <laughs> and so I thought that was like a little window into what the kids are into. Cause she's, I don't know. Is she like college age? Maybe. I'm really bad at guessing people's ages. Same. But yeah, I mean, she's definitely significantly younger than us, mm-hmm. but not a teenager. Like she seems clearly to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked her too. Like I said, I really liked that she showed her face on camera. I was also not annoyed by the Willet slime woman, except for the fact that it seems to be a big part of her life that she makes these slime videos. So she's focusing on her hands. She has a nice manicure. But then that manicure sometimes prevents her from interacting with the slime. Oh, yeah. So, like, she would have to have someone else, like, come play with it because she didn't want to touch it with her fancy manicure. Yeah, the complexities of being a YouTube slimer. (laughs) (laughs) And then the slime, what is the channel called? Slime Explorer narrator remains mysterious with all his or her deliberate slime poking that's all we know mm-hmm. <laughs> were you slightly disappointed when I'm just gonna say she because I don't really remember that the hand seemed overly gendered in one way or another uh, were you somewhat disappointed when you know she added all the ingredients for the slime into the bowl and then it comes time to mix it and she did it with a whisk I just wanted her to get in there with her hands <laughs> I was surprised by the whisk. I thought it seemed like it would get really stuck to it. Yeah. I guess none of these really fulfilled my desire for any sort of like technical explanation of slime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want the John Green take on slime. That's exactly what I was going to say. The Green brothers <laughs> need to do it. <laughs> I think that you would need to have a really big budget to make all of these slimes. I just went shopping for school supplies and like two ninety nine here and a dollar fifty there makes it seem like school supplies are cheap, but contact solution isn't always cheap. Right. Yeah. So hopefully this is um, satisfying <laughs> those without a big budget to try <laughs> a bunch of slime recipes. I guess I it could know. be a way to like get an idea of which slime recipe would work best for you yeah because you can't you can't try all of these at your own house that would be crazy because what do you do with all those because again guys just make cupcakes right right or i guess maybe if cupcake batter is too liquidy bake bread yeah because you get to knead it yeah it's pretty slime like Mm -hmm. so what adult movie or tv show did you think this compared to so this is gonna tread on my gritty hbo reboot territory because i was thinking about how i would cast a gritty hbo reboot of slime tutorials and then i thought you know we really don't need to because we already have breaking bad Oh, perfect. So that's kind of what I have for both of those things. (laughs) Okay, I like it. How about you? I thought a little bit about Mythbusters. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there's no science show except the thought is occurring to me. Who's that Food Network guy that you really liked? Alton Brown. Yes. Oh, I can't believe Because he does like a sciencey take on Mm -hmm. food. So now I just want him to make a whole episode that is like, slime is just dough. (laughs) 
He would be good at that. Yeah, I'm totally writing in. Smash three pieces of different color taffy together, please. <laughs> Mr. Brown. Did you cast in a gritty HBO reboot? Okay. I've had a fascination with quicksand since I was a child. Oh, yeah, we've heard about this on this very podcast. <laughs> So I would like to see uh, maybe the host of a quicksand show go to different quicksands around the world and see if like things sink into it. I would rather watch things sinking into quicksand than disembodied hands playing with slime. Oh, I think the stakes are too high for me with the quicksand. I'm like getting anxious about it already. Artex! Was it better when we were kids? <laughs> I mean, was there a craft project craze that you can think of? I remember a f- several different times in my childhood making like you'd fill like a pop bottle halfway with like vegetable oil and then water and add some food coloring. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that was more the quote unquote science experiment party favor du jour yeah like the homemade lava lamps right yes that weren't actually lamps so i guess there's not too many ways to prove that oil and water do not mix so i guess maybe it was not better when we were kids i mean it would be a stretch to say any of these videos are really teaching kids scientific concepts i just want it to be about the reaction yeah (laughs) I guess look at it this way. You can buy those kits in the toy store that are like, do the science experiments on your on your own at home. Mm-hmm. And we definitely had those as kids. But it feels more interactive and maybe a little bit more exciting to have it in video form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That could be a stretch. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think it was better when we were kids. But I don't necessarily think that this is good either. Right, right. So it was different when we were kids. It was a lot different. Yes, it was. <laughs> Would you ever watch a slime video alone voluntarily? I'm cringing just thinking about that slime explorer video. So no, I never ever would. And I probably wouldn't encourage my kids to watch any of them either. Like you said, if One of them came home and was like, I would really like to make slime. Sure, we could do that. But I don't want to have them zoning out in front of slime making videos because that just seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I know we're going to talk about what else we watched over the summer and kind of a roundup in a bit. But I might actually rather watch Blippi than a slime video. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That is some serious shade on slime. Yeah. So 10 seconds. Yeah. 10 seconds on whether on whether this. I think it's I guess I'm neutral. I don't think my kids would be into it. So I don't I'm I wouldn't encourage them to watch these videos. I wouldn't say you can't watch these videos. I have to believe that there is at least one slime channel out there that is like some geeky person in a lab coat being like, here's how slime works, kids. We're Mm -hmm. trying to make this trend educational for you. So I'd be okay with kids watching that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did not find that today. Ratings? One? Yeah, I was going to give it a two. You're nicer than I am. You always have been. (laughs) (laughs) So this is also the last installment of our YouTube for summer series we have done eight segments for this series i'm kind of impressed i 
Did not Mm -hmm. feel like it had taken that long. So we attempted to sift through all the terrible content that YouTube voice on our kids and pluck out the gems. Deborah, do you feel that we were successful? I think we did find some content that I feel confident in recommending. Yeah, I agree. We did this because, as we've discussed in the past, not only do YouTube's algorithms serve up bad and potentially harmful stuff, but even taking recommendations from our kids' friends can leave us with some questionable choices. Minecraft videos, blippy, you know, it's not always good. (laughs) And there just seemed to be no reliable source for the good stuff. And we always look back to Common Sense Media... They have such a great mission statement, but I think in this case, we found that they cast too wide a net and they ended up Mm -hmm. recommending a lot of stuff that just didn't appeal to us. And by extension, you are wonderful listeners. So we wanted things that appealed to us and not just our kids, as we always Mm -hmm. do. So quick rundown of what we covered. We covered Crash Course, Blippi, Kids Bop. Cosmic Kids Yoga, Gecko's Garage, Art Hub for Kids, some YouTube cooking tutorials, and then today's slime videos. Of those eight choices, did you have a favorite? By far, Art for Kids Hub was my favorite. What did you like best? You know, there actually it was hard to pick my favorite, which I was not expecting to find so much that I liked on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It might be the cooking tutorials, just because... That's what I like the most. Mm -hmm. And I can always hope to encourage my children to like the same things I do. (laughs) (laughs) How about your least favorite? I guess I kind of know what's coming, but what was your least favorite? I just said I'd rather watch Blippi over today's slime videos. But gosh, when I think back about what I viscerally disliked the most, it was Blippi. Mm hmm. I agree 100%. Broccoli in a ball pit, hands down for me. (laughs) Worst. So if your kids are watching Blippi, there's better out there, parents. And we think we found some of it for you. Mm -hmm. Have you watched any of these at all since covering? I've looked at some cooking tutorials just because I think that's going to be a good way to get my kids more involved in like making lunches for school Mm -hmm. so yes I have explored that area of YouTube since we last talked about it Mm -hmm. how about you I've watched some cosmic kids yoga with Jay and uh, obviously I've looked at cooking tutorials to uh, make the Deadpool pizza (laughs) do you think you feel any differently about YouTube now than you did before we started this segment series not segment if anything I feel more frustrated by it because I feel like there is good stuff, but unless I'm like right there selecting what my kids are going to watch, I don't feel like I want them really watching YouTube at all. Yeah, I keep thinking back to the article that we read for our last episode about what really drove home the importance of, gosh, now I can't even think of the phrase that they use, like watching things together with your kids as opposed Mm -hmm. to just finding things that are okay for them to watch on their own. Mm -hmm. And if anything, this YouTube series that we did just drove that point home. Like Mm -hmm. you can find good stuff if you watch it and interact with your kids while they're watching it. But I certainly don't trust it to like let my kids watch it unfettered right did you discover any uh other favorites that you 
liked during the summer that you wanted to recommend quickly? Honestly, I had good intentions and I do not. I have just been like filling up our watch list of things I can't wait to watch when we're done covering YouTube. I know. <laughs> it would be so nice to get back to regular shows. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. Nothing else to recommend. How about you? I mean, I feel like this might stray a little bit outside of our kids' TV mandate, although it's not really inappropriate for kids, but I have to give a shout out to my favorite YouTube tutorial channel. It is a how-to braid hair channel called Cebu oh. Plates. So this young woman, she's like early college age, does tutorials mm -hmm. in her dorm room of how to braid your hair like various television and movie characters. And she is super charming and cute and I use it all the time to braid my own hair so there you go that's my recommendation that's a good one thank you if you have girls or if you like me have boys and have just accepted that gotta learn how to braid your own gosh darn hair because you're never gonna braid your children's <laughs> <laughs> do you think that we will continue to cover YouTube content yes but not for a little while yeah we gotta take a little break guys Whew. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to ask you listeners if there are any other similar series that you want us to do specific outlets that you want us to focus on um, specific genres if you liked this format where we really did a deep dive into one thing for several episodes let us know and we will definitely consider doing something similar in the future thank you so much for listening to this episode of it's my screen time too Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out our website at myscreentime2.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash myscreentime2. We post what we're covering in our next episode if you want to watch along with us. You can tweet us with show or movie suggestions, articles, general comments at, at myscreentime2. You can email us at myscreentime2 at gmail.com. Our theme music was composed and performed by me and my adorable children, and our podcast is produced by Katie. Tune in next time for more real talk about the movies and TV beloved by kids and tolerated by parents. Bye. Bye.